Welcome to the Faith for My Generation podcast, where our vision is to shake and shape a generation with the power of God's Word. We're on one mission, to raise up a generation of powerful believers through the relevant teaching of God's Word. I'm so thankful that you're here today. I'm your host, AJ. Let's get into the episode. Good morning. This is your wake-up call. It's the Faith for My Generation podcast. I'm your host, AJ. I'm so glad that you're listening today. And I've got a question for you that I want you to ask yourself. This is one of the most important questions you can ask yourself every day. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about? The Bible tells us how important our thought life is. You know, if you'll get your thoughts right, if you'll get your thinking right, then your actions, your habits, they'll line up. Because the reality is what I think about influences what I do. My thoughts produce my actions. And my actions produce habits and habits build my life. Pastor Lester Summerall, mighty man of God, he once said this. He said that people make decisions and decisions make people. You know, you decide what to do in life. How you live your life, it's based on what, you've, what your thinking is. How you treat people, you treat people a certain way based on how you think about those people. You know, you think, have you ever thought, I think that person's upset with me. You don't really have a good reason why, right? But I just, I think that person's upset with me. You begin to act differently around them because of what you're thinking. If you get your thought life right, you'll get the rest of your other areas in your life right. Because our thoughts is what navigates us in, our, in the actions of our life. I want you to see this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, it says this, Finally, brethren, whatever things are true... Now listen to this. It's going to give us a list here. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely whatever things are of a good report. If there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate, think on, ponder these things. Verse 9, And the things which you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Now notice this. There's a connection between what you're thinking and God's peace dwelling in your life. That's so, that's so powerful. I know I use that word powerful all the time on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to find a synonym to the word powerful. But that, 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 that will, that's revelation knowledge right there the Lord's giving us. The Holy Spirit's revealing that to us through His Word. There is a direct connection between God's peace in your life and what you think about. When you get your thoughts lined up with the truth of God's Word, He gives us a list here. Whatever's true, noble, pure, I mean, on and on. He tells us what to think about. When we get our thoughts lined up with God's truth, then the peace of God dwells in our life. And the God of peace will be with you, verse 9. It's that important. What you think about is that important. Because your thoughts will create an environment for the peace of God to live. Uh, you, you can actually put yourself in a place where you do not dwell in the peace of God simply by what you're thinking about. I mean, it's that serious. It is that serious. Isaiah 26.3 says this. 
Isaiah speaking of the Lord, said, Lord, you will keep him in perfect peace. Now think about this. If the, Bible, if, if the Bible says that there is a person that God keeps in perfect peace, I don't know about you, but the moment I read that, I think, I want to be this person. I want to be the person the Bible's talking about. You keep him in perfect peace. Who is the person that God keeps in perfect peace? Whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. There's a direct connection. There's a direct the byproduct of godly thinking, the byproduct of getting your thoughts in line with the Word of God is the peace of God dwelling in your life. The person that God keeps in perfect peace is the person who keeps their mind on Him. Now notice this, whose mind is stayed on you because He trusts in you. How do you, how do you know if you trust in God? Your thoughts line up with God's thoughts. Your thoughts line up with God's Word. If I, I know that I'm trusting in God because I have renewed my mind and continually, it's not a one-time event, right? It's not a one-time event. I daily, continually change any thoughts. If, if, I, if there's a thought that comes across my mind and it doesn't agree with the Word of God, I change it. I have to change it because if not, it's basically like a seed. You know, here it is when at the time of this recording, it's February, but we've had some warm days the past week or two. So a lot of the, a lot of the weeds have shot up in my yard. So what did I do today? I went out and cut, cut all those weeds down, cut up the grass, minced up all the leaves. But here's the thing. When I'm out there cutting grass, I have, you know, just a very, very normal lawn. Not like some of you that might have this manicured, just beautiful green lawn and it's all the same grass. Basically what I do, what most people do, is just keep the weeds cut. <laughs> and it looks nice, but you know, and it's still green, but it's not all one kind of grass. But a wrong thought's just like a seed from one of these weeds that shot up over these past few days when it got warm. You know, this little seed, it wasn't anything but just a little seed, but that little seed gets down into the dirt and it doesn't get pulled back out, it just gets left in the dirt, it's going to pop up as a weed. You know, and those, was it dandelions that eventually you can break them off and blow the, all the little, I don't know, uh, petals, but they're dried out, you know, and you make a wish and blow them off, right? Well, those weeds, how do those dandelions get there? It started off as a seed, and it got left in the yard, and then the next thing you know, it's growing up big and beautiful and yellow. I say beautiful, people hate them, but, you know, they kind of look like a flower. Maybe not much of a flower. It's no different, though, with wrong thinking, though. A one wrong thought is a seed that will yield a harvest of a much wrong thinking. That's why it's so important to keep your mind set on the things of God. Look at this. This just came into my, into my heart, talk, talking about this, how important it is to keep your thought life right. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 says this, For though we walk in flesh, we don't war according to the flesh. Now, the Bible's talking here, you know, we live in this flesh body, we're in this flesh earth, but we're warring against evil as children of the light through spiritual warfare, not flesh and blood. Verse 4, For the weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal, they're not fleshly, they're not made by man's hand, but they are mighty. The weapons we have are extremely powerful weapons, even though you can't see them, touch them, hold them. 
What are they mighty for, though? They're mighty in God to pull down strongholds. Verse 5, casting down arguments in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You know, it is your responsibility to bring every thought, not some, not most, not 99.9%, but every thought that comes into your mind, it's your responsibility, it's my responsibility to judge that thought. Does it line up with the Word of God? That's great motivation right there to read your Bible every day. You know, it's a good thing to read your Bible continually. And I would tell you if, you, if you don't have a daily habit, you need to have a daily habit of reading the Bible for many reasons. But one reason concerning what we're talking about, as you continue to read your Bible day in and day out, you're going to get more and more understanding and instruction from the Lord. And it will be far easier if you continue to get more of His Word in your heart. It's going to be so much easier to see when a thought comes into your mind, you think, whoa, wait a minute. That does not line up with God's Word. That's not truth because it disagrees with God's Word. If it doesn't agree with God and His Word, then it's a lie. It doesn't matter who says it. It's a lie. And so I am to judge and bring every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it gets removed from my thought life immediately. Because here's the thing, you really can't think on two things at one time. Uh, you might, you know, go from thought to thought, but you can't really truly meditate on two things at one time. So the key here is, it's like in the book of Colossians, it tells us, or excuse me, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 4 tells us that we are to put off the old man, renew the spirit of our mind, and put on the new man. It's not just about, I'm not going to think this thought. I'm not going to think this thought. I'm not going to think this thought. Ah, that never works. If Satan's flashing temptation across your mind, if you've got unrenewed thinking that needs to get changed, you don't just, I'm not going to think about it. No, no. You replace it with the right thought. You begin to put more into your mind, more into your heart from God's Word through reading the Word, through prayer, through hearing Bible teaching. But specifically in this area of thought life, consume more of the Word of God. Read it. Bring up on your phone. Listen to it. You know, there's so many op uh, apps and opportunities, whether it's YouTube, different things, where you can constantly be listening to the Word of God. I mean, whatever it takes, get more of the Word in your heart. And the more you do that, you'll replace the wrong thinking because it's this serious. Your thinking is so serious, your life depends on it. What you think about will determine the life you live. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 tells us this. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Now notice this, verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes and keep them in the midst of your heart. The word of God is never to leave our eyes or our heart. It's, it's to be a continual thing constantly coming in through our eyes and into our heart. Why does he command us this though? Verse 22, For they, those words, are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Verse 23, Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. If you'll get your heart right, 
by feeding in the Word of God continually, never letting it stop, continually getting the Word of God into your heart, through your eyes, through your ears, into your heart, renewing your mind, you're guarding your heart. You're guarding the place, your soul, the place of decision, the place of thoughts, the, the place of where you meditate and think on things. You're guarding that very special place because that place, that same place that you're guarding, that's where every issue of life springs up out of. For out of it spring the issues of life. If you guard your heart and keep it pure by thinking like we started just a few minutes ago in this wake-up call, the Bible gave us a list. When you continually think on what's true, what's right, what lines up with the Word of God, you guard your heart. And from that place springs up the issues of life. So if, you're, if you've got good input, if truth is coming in, it's going to produce a truthful outcome. If pure things are coming into your heart, you're going to produce fruit of purity. If, if godly things are coming in, you're going to produce a godly life. If, if you know a, things of good report are coming in, you're going to produce that product of a good report. It's just this serious. What you think about determines the life you live. You know, and if you don't get your thought life right, you can try and do change habits. You know, it, this is interesting for me personally. Uh, I guess it's about 18 months ago or so. I, I realized, you know what, I put on some extra weight and I don't like it. I need to get rid of this weight. So I, I, I had done, you know, different things. I had done, notice there the word, keyword there. I had done different eating plans and this and that. But I kind of just had a shift and, and this shift in thinking has resulted in me getting in a lot healthier weight, losing 25, 27 pounds or so over that course of about 18 months. So not fast, but notice this. What I did was I just changed the way I thought instead of just, you know, can I get away with eating this or I'll start eating better tomorrow. I just changed the way I thought, hey, food's always going to be here. Just because I eat less cookies doesn't mean they're going to stop making cookies forever and I can't get them tomorrow, right? The moment you decide you're going to stop, you're slowing down on eating something, oh, I, I kind of had that. I just changed the way I thought. I just lowered a little bit, ate a little bit less, but it was more about changing what I was thinking. I want to be healthy. I want to be active. I want to be here for my wife and my children for a long time. I want to be able to play and run with my daughter. I changed the way I thought. And when I got my thoughts right, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have, to, I don't want to breathe heavy when I go run or sprint or something. When I changed my thoughts, then my actions fell in line. Then my life changed. That's, that's just a very natural example that probably a lot of us have experienced. But every area of your life will rise or fall based on your thought life. Hey, I'm so thankful that you joined me today on the Faith for My Generation podcast. Of course, if you're listening on the podcast channel, leave me a five-star review. That would help me so much get up in the rankings. If you don't like what you've heard, the best way to let me know is by leaving a five-star review as well. I, trust me, I can tell which ones are I love it or I hate it. <laughs> if you're watching this on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, share it. Let someone else hear it. Uh, drop something in the comments. Let me know that you watched it. I'm thankful for you today, and I hope you have a mighty, wonderful, blessed week. And remember this, keep your thoughts set on the things of God.
And remember, we are the faithful. I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Faith for My Generation podcast. Remember, every Monday I've got a brand new wake-up call for you. And every Thursday, I've got a brand new episode right here on Faith for My Generation podcast. And remember, we are the faithful.